0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
4: Welcome to the KSL Home Show. Brought to you by Osmond Designs, we open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
3: Welcome on in to The Home Show today. Thank you for joining us. Every week we gather here to talk about the latest and greatest in Utah's housing market. Heather Osmond, of course, with us of Osmond Designs,
2: owner and interior designer, stores in Lehigh and in Orem. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, KSL friends. It's always so fun to be on this show and talk about everything and anything in the Utah real estate market. It's been a great week. We have fall break. If you are uh, in the middle of fall break right now, you know, good on you. I hope you're out of town. If not, I hope you're doing some fun homeroom remodeling projects, whether that be on the exterior or on the interior. We get to talk about all the fun things. Right. And I hope that if you are on fall break, you're listening on the
3: KSL News Radio app. Wherever you podcast, you can search for the KSL Home Show and you can
2: find this episode there. Absolutely. Okay. This morning, we have Drew Armstrong back.
1: Good morning.
2: So happy to have you. He is one of the best real estate agents in all of Utah. Not only does he do residential, he does commercial. He has a team member, Matthew Flinders, who's currently out of town. We miss you, Matthew.
1: It's a good time for realtors to be on vacation.
2: I haven't (laughs) seen him in weeks
3: and I really do miss him.
1: Uh, uh, I don't.
3: He <laughs> needs a break. Though. Only because yes. I don't get to go,
2: Armstrong and Flinders. Yes, you do. Okay. It's, it's still, still us. Say it's still Armstrong. We,
1: yeah. We've been us for 20 years. So yeah.
2: Absolutely. Okay, so Drew, it's been a busy month.
1: It has. In real estate. It Give has. us a
2: heads up. What's going on nationally first?
1: Well, rates are up again, as we've been saying that they're going to continue probably to climb. Um, this month, I just saw a report this morning that said that inflation is at 0.4 this month. Last month, it was at 0.1. That probably means that it's going to go up some more.
2: Well, we just saw pumpkins were going up. Yeah, in price.
1: everything's but... going er, er, Yeah, we saw pumpkins are, are getting more expensive on the news this morning. <laughs> so every everything is. And so the, everything is... Adjust, wages have to adjust to the new housing prices, right? And so that's the reason that they're trying to slow housing sales down. We In the spring, we had people bidding a hundred thousand dollars over an appraisal set price for for homes and and they've had to slow that they they need to slow that down um they're doing this on purpose to us and it sucks but it is the reality of the situation and there's a lot of opportunities that that it presents i Mm -hmm. agree
2: okay let's talk about what's going on in utah
1: well, in Utah, uh, things are still selling. Um, they really are. We, I, I have some clients that I went out, and they're like, oh, we want to go see this house. And they, they are, they've been looking with my partner, Matthew. Matthew is out of town. And so they uh, asked him if, if they could see something. And he's like, I'm out of town. My partner will take you. They gave me the MLS number, and I looked it up. It had been on the market three days, and it's gone. Wow. gone. And and there are two different clients that I was working with in the past month that we made offers on homes and we were beat out by other buyers. So other people bid higher. One in one case we bid $40,000 more than the asking price. Now this doesn't happen in every price range. If you get to a million plus and it obviously that depends on the neighborhood. But uh, if, if you get in, in the most of Salt Lake County and Utah County, which is where I work mostly, if you're over a million, things are a little softer. They're a little slower. But if you're under about 700,000, it, there's still a lot of competition. There's a lot of buyers and there's just not enough housing.
2: It's still that way all across the Wasatch Front, no doubt. Construction. Let's talk about new construction. It seems to be slowing down just a little bit. Oh, thank
1: goodness. Thank
2: goodness, right? And all of these builders are actually, if they haven't pre-sold the home, they're considering renting them. I know specifically in Vineyard, I talked to a builder who has about half of his homes already rented um, before he even put them on the market, and they're deciding to keep it that way for a minute.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, ever since um, the the mortgage loan crisis that happened, you know, in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, now you've got big builders. You've got Ivory owns a whole bunch of rentals. You've got Dr. Horton owns a whole bunch of rentals. They've realized that in some situations, it's a lot more profitable, and it makes a lot more sense to keep stuff rather than just selling it. And and maybe they'll sell it later, but I think they're finding that it's not. And I mean, it's, it's troubling to me in a way that we have so many big corporations that are involved in the residential real estate market. I mean, we have like, you know, investors, huge companies that are buying up tons of homes. And, and I, I worry about that a little bit but uh y- y- right now interest rates being as high as they are has people the markets have slowed down a little bit in in a way with new construction there's a lot of opportunity because it, the the builders still a lot of them do want to sell homes and they're coming up with new programs and right now with a lot of the builders you can lock your rate from the first day that you start going into that property, you, you write a contract on it and the rate is locked. So it, it will be available at that same rate when it, they finish the property, which is really important because there are a lot of people are like, there's no way I'm going to buy a new new house because if the rate goes up by a percent or a percent and a half or 2% by the time I get the house built and I've put thirty or $40,000 into it then what if I can't qualify? And so it's slowed things down for the builders. So the builders are getting smart and they're, they're kind of working around that. Another thing that they're doing is a lot of times they are, you know, say it's not condos or it's nicer homes that are being built. They're waiting to put them on the market until later in the process. And, and what that means is that means that these builders need a good interior designer because, They need to make the house so that it appeals to the masses, so to speak, um, further along in the process because it's more like instead of a custom home, it's more like an existing home for them to sell it. But they're selling it closer to its finish date, which is kind of fun because it means that you are able to actually go and buy a new home that you could be in in two months instead of in nine months because they haven't pre-sold it that far out. So So.
2: true. There's a lot more spec homes going up, I think, in every price point. I think, like you were just saying, a lot of these builders were burned because they locked in prices. They Mm -hmm. had to deal with the client who was choosing all of the interiors and exteriors. And then the price of the home went up, you know, $60,000 in the year uh, before the customer had even closed on it. So the builder not only... Had to sell it at that lower price point, but then also had to pay the extra costs and fees in lumber and concrete costs, and they were squeezed. And so builders did get smart and they did decide that we're not going to put the house on the market until we are, you know, 30 days out. And so they did hire interior designers like our firm to come in and do all of those selections, which again expedites the process and makes things easier yep. even for them because homeowners take a lot longer to choose things than interior designers. Who we we use our experience and knowledge to help them make each home look individual and not like the neighbor's home, and you know get all of that done. This last week we furnished. An incredible home in the Park City area with all brand new furniture so that the homeowner who actually is an out-of-state homeowner could sell their home. Again, it's coming up. Wow. I believe today it's actually hitting the market, but all of the professional photography will be done and looking like a model home, which is so important. Not only does it help you sell your home, more quickly, but for more money and drew Armstrong we're talking to the king of photography and videography over here um, in helping your home hit the market. More people than ever are just shopping from their computer at home.
1: They really are and and it's one of those things where it's a little bit more difficult, obviously, to sell homes. We're getting back to a more normal market, and people have to get the house to look right. In order to compete now we're competing again. It's not like you can put the house on the market and it sells over the weekend every single time, no matter what the condition is. And it's just a matter of is it selling for $100,000 over because it's beautiful or 10000 or $5,000 over because it's a piece of junk and it's going to take a lot of work to get it. Livable.
3: My lay advice, hire a Heather Osmond. Yeah. Because I have done the go to Target and buy the Joanna oh, Gaines uh plate sets and try to stage my home myself. That is not uh,
2: a recommendation I would make. Thank for you, Lindsay. We love we love you. You're oh, awesome. Nice and, yeah, right? you're trying. Yes, you're listening to the KSL home show. Stay tuned, we'll be right back.
4: the ksl home show sponsored by osmond designs if you like talking about utah homes and real estate then this is the place on ksl news radio
3: Welcome back into the home show. Thank you for joining us here with Heather Osmond, who owns Osmond Designs in Lehigh and in Orem. Heather, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Lindsay? So good. It's good to be with you. This age old question that I think people are dealing with right now:
2: Do you rent out your home? Do you sell it? How do you know how to make the right decision? You know what? I actually have been fielding a lot of those questions this past week. If you are considering selling your home, if you do want to relocate, what do you do with your home? Do you sell it? Do you rent it? We have. Have Drew Armstrong with Armstrong and Flinders, or Flinders and Armstrong? Armstrong and Flinders. A's first. Armstrong and Flinders. All right, we've got Drew Armstrong in the house. Matthew, we miss you. We know you're out of town. I hope you're having lots of fun on vacation. It's fall break right now, and uh, we get to continue with our home show here. So every week we get to come and talk about the real estate market, commercial, residential, everything in between. Drew. What do you think? Should you sell or should you rent?
1: There are a lot of questions that come into play when you are are determining whether or not to sell or rent. Um, One of the things that you really have to think about is that you have an exemption for uh, that you could lose for your capital gains. If it's been your primary residence, so if you've lived in it for the past two years, now I'm not a CPA, I got to say that. So if you've lived in it for the past two years, you have, it has to be two of the last five years that it's been your primary residence, which means that you have a window where you could probably get away with not selling and renting for two and a half, three years, but it has to be gone by that three year mark after you've moved out Or you lose your exemption, which is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of your potential equity gain or five hundred thousand if you're a married couple. And so if your house has gone up a lot in the past, well, since while you've lived in it. And you're going, well, I've got five, four or $500,000 worth of equity. If you wait too long to sell your house, you're going to lose. What you're going to do is you're going to pay taxes. You're going to pay a capital gain tax on that. So that's the first thing that you have to worry about. But if it has, it, it, like I just had a client who called me up on Saturday morning and I sold them a, a, a townhouse as a rental property and they funded the down payment with a... HELOC on their primary residence, and which is like, a home equity. Yeah, loan. a home yeah. equity line of credit, and and that those generally have a variable interest rate, and it's gone up. And he's like, "Well, I'm not making the kind of money that I was making before, and I've had a turnover. Should I sell?" And I told him, "No, don't sell it. Not right now. It's not a good time for you to sell it. It's a great time." Be a landlord, and he's like, "Well, there, there's more stuff that has come on." He's up in the in the Heber Valley, and he's like, "There's more more rentals that have come on the market. We haven't had a whole lot of townhouses, and some are coming on and so things are rents are a little lower up here than they have been." I said that is unusual because when you have uh, interest rates have gone up, what you also have is you have families who are not able to qualify for home yet, and the rental pressure goes up when interest rates go up. There's more people that are not buying their renting until they can, until the rates come down or they can make a little bit more money or whatever. And the demand for rental housing always goes up when rates go up. And, and I, you know, I'm telling him if you, if you give it a little time, in general, the trends always follow. That that happened when, when we went through the mortgage loan crisis, which was much worse than this. Rent still went up, even though prices went down a little bit. And and I, I told him, if you have a super low interest rate, even if your HELOC is going up on the $100,000 that you put into it, the rest of your rate is super low. It's way lower than anybody can get right now. And so what's going to happen is that if people are buying investment properties today, and fewer are, but if people are buying investment properties today, the the payment that they're going to try to get covered by their renters is much higher than yours is. And so rents go up.
2: hundred percent. And I think it depends on the market and then your personal situation. Absolutely. I think cash flow is key. Uh, depending on your cash flow, you may need the equity out of your home to yep. buy the new home. But if you aren't in that situation, then keeping that property so that you can rent it is, Absolutely. is key. And I think with this cooling housing market, um, I think that. Rents continue to go up, just like you're saying. It's that supply and or they, demand, or
1: they have gone up. So you know, if you went and you bought your house four years ago, and it, it you you it was a lot less money to begin with, and your your payment is really low because it was a smaller mortgage and a really low interest rate. You sometimes you go, okay, well, am I going to have to pay that capital gains? Well, I don't care because I'm making. a month positive cash flow off of my existing home as a rental because my payment is $1,000 a month and the rent is $3,000 a month. Well, my goodness, at that point, it's like, and and if rents are going to continue to climb, and they will, then sometimes it's just better just to keep that. You convert it and keep it as a rental forever, then you don't have to pay capital gains that way either. Um, and then
2: you get the equity, you get the tax yes. write-off. So those are some of the pros. Let's talk about some of the cons you know, all of us are dreaming of another tenant paying our mortgage, but managing a rental property does take time and energy. I know, Drew, you are a rental property owner. I've been a rental property owner. It's a lot of work.
1: It is sometimes. a lot of work. You get that call in the middle of the night, there's a problem down there and and it's your job to figure it out and fix it or you could have a, what if you have a vacancy or what if there, I mean, there's a risk to the property. One of the things, if you're going to convert your property to a rental, I always want you to talk to your insurance agent because you need to lower your deductibles. I had a situation one time where a family was selling a primary residence that had been converted to a rental and they didn't address the insurance and the renters were horrible. Mm. And the, the, insurance adjuster came in and applied the deductible to every piece of damage. And they had $70,000 worth of damage to this house. And they got about $30,000 worth of help because they said the deductible applies on that hole in the wall. The deductible applies on this problem. And, and they only got the difference between these small, they had a lot of little problems, but so you, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you you address your insurance you 've got to make sure that you can uh, that you have enough money in the bank that if you had a couple of months' worth of uh, vacancy that you can cover all the payments and everything, so that yes, there are some things that you have to really think about when you 're thinking about converting a property into a into a a rental
2: choose your renter wisely right you can make money lots of people do it in renting properties but you can also lose a lot of money so even if you charge just a little less rent get a really great renter that you know is going to take care of your property it's everything you're listening to the ksl home show stay tuned we'll be right back
4: KSL Home Show. Brought to you by Osmond Designs. We open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
3: Welcome back into the home show. Thank you for joining us. If you are just finding us, you can podcast this episode wherever you podcast. Just search for the KSL Home Show. But I would recommend you download the KSL News Radio app, because you can find
2: us there as well.
3: Lindsay Arts here with Heather Osman of Osman Designs owner and interior designer there. Heather Good to be with you.
2: Good to be with you. Happy fall break. It's beautiful weather. It seriously is one of my favorite times of the year. Utah is always booming. Real estate is still stronger than ever despite interest rates crawling just a little bit. Home construction is slowing down a little bit as well, but things are selling. And we have Drew Armstrong on the show with us today. Welcome back.
1: Thank you, Heather.
2: How's it going? I'm
1: uh, going great. it It's been uh, it's been interesting. It's been fun because all of a sudden a good realtor is valued again.
3: Hallelujah! So, yeah. Yeah. It's Was not that about, not the case for a hot minute? Is it, that what you're uh,
1: saying? No, it wasn't. But now people need our advice and our expertise and our experience and it's not something you could just go throw it on the MLS or on the market and it'll just sell you people are actually like what what do I need to do to get top dollar? What do I need to do to get this thing sold? And and they're asking our opinions. Based on our experience and when you've sold a couple of thousand homes, then you've gone through every kind of market and and uh, helped troubleshoot Mm -hmm. a little bit. So experience goes a long way. Mm -hmm. No
2: doubt about it. Okay, Drew, for this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about staging and the importance of staging and getting your home prepared to sell. This week, I have done three closet appointments. Um, being an interior designer, there's different things that you get to work on throughout the week. I don't know why. I've had lots of appointments this week, but three specifically about organization in closets. Um, they can be in high-end homes. They can be in in low-end homes, lots of price points in the middle, but it's it's kind of important.
1: It is important. And, and you know, I mean, just yesterday I had... Some clients that went and we looked at a house in Highland and it's a beautiful home, all redone, remodeled. Um, I I don't know if they're flipping it or if the family is just smart and, and has really addressed a lot of the things and they put new flooring in, repainted it, put a new kitchen in. But you know what? The master bedroom closet is a problem. And the house is a little older and I'm like, well, this is where the house is showing its age.
3: That sounds like my situation and I've already got plans for it. You guys, (laughs) Uh, as soon as my daughter is old enough to move to that basement, I'm knocking out my wall. I am building a huge walk-in closet with a door so that when I inevitably don't hang up my clothes, they can go in that big walk-in closet.
1: Well, you know, these guys were sitting there and they're, they're looking in the bedroom that is behind the other closet and they're going, could we take some of this space and and things like that but the thing is is that if you are what what's happening is people are not able to afford as big a home as they were able to afford a year ago and so they're being pushed into to a little bit less than what they had and this is a problem they're looking at houses and they're going yeah the master bedroom closet is a real problem it's
2: not gonna work yeah so drew as a real estate agent you go into people's homes as soon as you open the closet Sometimes there are things that fall out of it's the an closet. Avalanche. <laughs> Wait a second. It's so chock full, right? You can tell how much a person has maintained their home just by opening some oh, of those closets. You, right? you open it
1: up and you go, "Oh, this is why they're moving." <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> it's really becoming one of the most elaborate rooms in the entire house. I think the Kardashian clan has uh, made all of us. Envious of those upscale boutique looking master closets. We all want to walk in and feel like we're shopping in our own closets. You know, we can have that depending on the size and space, but but you can organize it you so can. that it can look like that. Um, just this last week, like I was mentioning, I had three closet appointments at different businesses throughout, you know, Utah here and, and the Wasatch Front But there are so many great things you can do in closets. I mean, things I hadn't even been to see in the last two weeks, things have changed. But you can do glass cabinets, the finishes, you can do wood finishes, painted finishes, the hardware, the drawers. Everything can be adjustable. I mean, jewelry drawers and it reminds me of Modern Family. Yes. Yeah, because
3: they own a closet uh, store. The yeah. Claire and her dad own a closet right. store, right. and their competitors are closets, closets, closets. Yes, well, there's well, a lot of things just, you can do
2: with closets. It's not just MDF shelves with no. a rod
1: anymore. No, and and a lot of times it, 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 there's devices. I should say that make it so that every inch of space in your closet can be efficiently and effectively used. I I was in a house the other day, and the, the closet was small, But the ceilings were high, and they had these cool things where you could pull a rod down with (laughs) all the clothes on them, and the whole rod would come down to eye level. That's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and and so so they put all their their coats and their seasonal stuff on that rod, yeah, and they pull it down, and then you get the coat off of it that you need, and the whole thing goes back up, and it's way up high where you could normally never reach that, and and it was i mean it's amazing i
3: need that cuz i just have a shelf above my closet and i like fold my jeans up there and you pull one pair down and they all, all
0: the
2: <laughs> stack collapse comes on down. you yeah. an okay so let me let me talk a little bit about just some some budget tricks that you okay. can do i mean everyone can't have a super luxurious boutiquey looking closet right. we all want that right lots That's, of us have
4: normal closets we have normal
2: yeah. closets as well so Simple things you can do is add baskets, like Lindsay saying, put your jeans yeah. or sweaters or your ties or your socks or whatever in baskets. That's an easy way. In Mapleton this last week, we painted an entire closet, just a very light gray, and then all of the, the other cabinetry is white. They have a beautiful window, so it actually is cohesive with with what's going on in the master bathroom as well as the master bedroom. That's a fun inexpensive way to make your closet feel a little more high-end, a little more designer. But like we're saying, just have a little fun. You know, reimagine your closet space and and make it somewhere you want to be. People are adding light fixtures. Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't just have to be a boring big box store. I won't say That's a name, right. but flush melt <laughs> light fixture. People, if you have a larger closet, add a, a little mini chandelier. Um People are actually converting closets into office space. Mm. People are putting little secretary desks in there or makeup closets. Or they're adding a makeup vanity in their closet, which is actually pretty cute as well. Yeah. Yeah. Ottomans are awesome.
1: I've also, Lindsay, I've seen people convert entire adjacent bedrooms bedrooms into closets. You got it. That's going to be me.
3: I love my daughter desperately, but as soon as she's old enough, she's gone
1: down.
4: (laughs) It's
1: the best. No, I mean, right now, uh, and this is one of those things, when we had covid people were interested and and even now they're paying a lot of attention to two offices that's a that's an important thing and and in some cases converting a closet to an office or um, you know having so you can have two offices and two quiet places to work is is something that's important and this is a transitional when you have transitions in the housing market we have transitions in how people are using space. Yeah. And and when things get more expensive, people are not as able to afford as much space as they have been in the past, and you have to use the space that you've got more If you don't have
3: a spare desk in your kitchen right now, I don't even know who you are. Right. We can't be friends, because that's what we
2: all did during the pandemic. Well, and right? in Utah, we have lots of bedrooms, right, in all of these homes. And as your kids age out, Lindsay, yep. your kids will get there, yep. uh, you have all these extra rooms that you will never use. So why not convert Absolutely. a spare bedroom into a closet that's right adjacent to your master bedroom. I think that's brilliant. We also want to talk about some other closet alternatives. Did you know that the average person has over 300,000 items? Oh, gosh. And that's the
3: problem with a bigger closet is I'll put more clothes in there.
2: (laughs) So editing back, right? We all have our favorite 10% that we probably just wear all the time and reuse. And wardrobes can also be great if you don't have a lot of space and need extra storage Moveable garment racks are also an option, like you were just saying, for your seasonal stuff. You can put those in a basement storage room and hang up those coats and and fold the sweaters and put all of those away. Blanket chests at the end of beds are always fantastic just to store extra stuff in. If you are, are short on closet space and then under bed boxes, you know, those Rubbermaid totes that you can just roll underneath
1: or go get a new bed with storage in there the we bed go. from Heather, yes.
2: right? In those footboards, yeah. they have drawers. Yeah, it's the coolest wow. thing ever if you're short on space.
1: That's that's a great idea. Amazing Make suggestions.
2: Amazing
3: yeah. suggestions. I need to do some of these. Drew Armstrong from Armstrong and Flinders. Where can people find you?
1: Utahrealestate.net is our company and our website.
3: Utahrealestate.net. Yep. Heather Osmond, of course, of Osmond Designs in Lehigh and in Orem. We'll take a break. More on the home show in just a minute.
4: It's the KSL Home Show, sponsored by Osmond Designs. If you like talking about Utah homes and real estate, then this is the place on KSL News Radio.
3: Welcome back into The Home Show. Thank you for joining us here every week with you discussing what's new, what's the latest and greatest in the home and housing market. Heather Osmond here, interior designer at Osmond Designs. Her stores are in Lehigh and in Orem. I highly suggest you get down there today and take a look at all the stuff she has for fall, even for Christmas, Heather. I know. You're one of those people who has to put it out. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's
2: it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas at our stores. Temperatures are falling and we are so excited to help you cozy up your home for the holidays. It's fall break. If you are not out of town, it's a great time to get your home all all dolled up with you know, all the Halloween stuff, the Thanksgiving stuff, we are already selling Christmas and it's only been out for two days. Yeah. It's crazy. It's
3: Utah. We do that.
1: You know, the thing is, is that if you're not going out of town for fall break, you should go take a drive in the canyons. And you know what? The canyons are busy, but it's beautiful still. So it's incredible. beautiful. So um, yes, right now, getting your house ready to sell is is harder. It, it, it needs more effort than it has... Than we've had to to put into into preparation in the past, and um, and so that's one of the things we were talking about during the during the break is that staging your home with with different furnishings makes a huge difference. But it, you just got to make sure it's super clean. You got to make sure the paint's fresh. You got to make sure that the front door looks good. Get the spider webs out of the eaves, all that kind of stuff, and and uh,
2: okay, Drew, you have a funny
1: story. I, well, you I... were
2: telling me before we started the show. <laughs> you have to share this. This is so great.
1: Oh, it was it. Uh, so I have some clients that we just put a place up for sale in Harriman, and it's a newer townhouse. They've been renting it for the last year. And, um, we didn't realize, I didn't realize, I went and took the pictures and I didn't realize that, that there was some, uh, water damage along the baseboard in the kitchen where the, the ice maker had leaked. And, and, you know, these MDF floorboards show what one there's water that's touched them. And, uh, I got some feedback that's really important that you pay attention to your feedback. Um, when you're selling these days in the past, we, we've gotten lazy. We've never had to do it, but, um, we paid attention to the feedback. I got some feedback that said, Hey, this doesn't look great. So I'm like, I better go look. And I went out there and I looked and sure enough, the baseboards were swollen and you could tell. And that's a concern when people have a lot of townhouses to, to choose from. And so I'm like, you know, I have a general contractor's license. I know how to paint. The paint's in the garage. Look, there's even a brush. There's tape. I'm just going to paint it for him, and so yeah, full service, right? So I just <laughs> always go the he
2: extra mile. He takes the pictures. He paints the rooms. <laughs> right,
1: right. So I I mask it up. I get down on my knees. I paint the baseboard. And as I'm getting up from you know, to clean the brush, I look and I've got some brand new nice pants, and I have gotten paint on my pants. And so I'm like, geez, these are brand new. They're $100 pair of pants. (laughs) I I, I don't want to ruin them. And the paint's still wet. I can get it right out. It's latex paint. So I take my pants off. Yeah, at the half bath Could on the main floor. Can we share this floor. story? Wait,
3: wait, you wait, took wait. your pants off? <laughs> I
2: had to get the paint out. And the house and is empty. this person's home? I'm dying right? already. It's a vacant home. Lindsay. Okay, it's, it's vacant. Naked. But I mean, still, there. right? Okay. So I, <laughs> Only standing, Drew Armstrong does this right, stuff.
1: I'm standing in the in the half bath right inside, right by the front door, but around the corner a little bit. And I'm scrubbing paint out of my pants. And the door opens.
3: How did you not think that was going to happen? Like this is and like made for a movie. The house
1: gets shown like three, four times a week. What are the odds that somebody's going to show up exactly when I am taking five minutes to scrub paint out of my pants?
4: Like, but what the heck? I'm like, hold on, stop, just a second. And, and in this the,
3: house, you get a realtor with his pants down. Well, what, well, I mean,
1: what, oh. what do you do? You yell, at it, "Hold on, let me put my pants." Down. On. I, mean, I can't say that. I'm just a, hold on for a second. Only so did they Drew see you?
2: Armstrong stories? No, no, you no, got I, your I, pants did, on inside. They
1: didn't see me, but it. it and then you come yeah. out
2: with your pants all wet from the sea oh, right, from watching right, them. Sure. They're like, "What the heck just happened?"
1: Right, right. Well, I told them. I told them. Obviously, told them what happened and what was going on. Because yes, I, yeah.
2: yes, we always have a hilarious, kind of edgy story with <laughs> Drew Armstrong and his ad, mini adventures. I I think you could be it's your own but... television show of the adventures of being a real estate agent. We need a
3: reality show to follow you around apparently. Right. Oh no. Oh
2: <laughs> my <laughs> word. No, but I think experience right now is so important and I love that about yeah. you. Drew, you're just I'll just go ahead and paint those baseboards. You know, Central Bank is a partner and a a huge supporter of this KSL Home Show. We want to give a shout out to them. If you need a HELOC loan, a home equity loan, to do any renovations on your home, please contact them. They do new construction loans. They're incredible. They're my bank. So proud. Again,
1: experience.
2: So proud to have them. And they are a huge supporter in this community. Thank you, Central Bank. So proud to have you. you listening to the KSL Home Show. Drew Armstrong with Armstrong and Flinders. I'm Heather Osmond, owner of Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Stores running a 20% off. Sell just this weekend only. All of our prices are already 50% off. Retail and then you receive an additional 20% off. No one beats our prices. Designer furniture at affordable prices. Come check it out. We'll be back next week on the KSL Home Show.
4: I'm Dave Cauley.